we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett and with me I have Mike Roberts. Mike Roberts as always and today we are hanging out on the campus of the ACE Center at Highland Springs inside the Masonry classroom um, and we have a person to talk to today. A, a person. A person. A person. A. Whose last name also happens to be person and first name starts with an A so that's the joke right there. Get it? A person. <laughs> uh, but uh, before we get to him, I want to talk to you guys a little, little bit about checking us out on social media and our website. First, our website, EnricoCTE.com. Please check it out. It's how you stay up to date with us. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all at EnricoCTE. And Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Our podcast is hosted by Anchor.com, and you can also find it on all your major uh, podcast venues, such as Spotify, Apple, and and, uh, Google. All right, all the big ones, all the big ones. Now, to our feature presentation, all right, to the man of the hour. Well, more like 20 minutes because the show is only like 20 minutes long, uh, you know, if we can manage to squeeze it in. But uh, uh, on the topic, we're talking about and talking to Mr. Arnett Person. Mr. Arnett Person, can you please introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you do here at the Ace Center at Holland Springs? Thank you, fellows, for inviting me. My name is Arnett Person. I'm the masonry teacher here at the Ace Center at Highland Springs. I teach masonry to the kids to prepare them to go out into the world to maybe pursue uh, a career in being a brick mason. And what we do here, we introduce the kid to the masonry tools, and then we introduce them to the different elements of masonry, like mortar, spreading, um, buttering brick, laying brick to the line and using the level, which in turn, after all this is done, the kids um, uh, be able to build like mailboxes, steps, maybe even do a foundation or do the foundation to their own home. And besides all the hard work, um, in the end, it is very lucrative. Um, masonry is one of the oldest trades in the world. If you look at Colosseums from biblical times, um, especially in Italy, Rome, places like that, um, bring it back to the school system. Most of the school, the walls are masonry, brick, block, maybe concrete. So masonry, you know, my dad, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, and I have a few aunts that can lay brick also. So it's been in my family over 100 years, and it's kind of like in my blood, so I can't get away from it. <laughs> Born to be a mason. So yeah. uh, on the topic of it being uh, in your blood, you mentioned that you have family um, that were in the masonry field. So talk a little bit about the real-world experience that you got actually out in the field that you are now bringing to the classroom to share with the students here in Henrico County. At first, as a kid, when I used to go to the job, um, I didn't like it. For one, it was a hard work, and I have to do all of this to get paid. <laughs> and, you know, eventually, um, I grew to love it, and I found out, you know, the monetary part of it, you know. <laughs> That's always a good little motivation piece right there, right? And I actually, 
um, in the workforce. I work with female masons. And wow, you know, it surprised me how clean a female mason is versus myself. I thought I was clean. <laughs> but um, when I worked with this young lady, I mean, she didn't have to wash her work off or anything. So, and then I also worked with female laborers. And doing that hard work, I mean, laboring, you're looking at a wheelbarrow full of mortar. Do you know how heavy that is? A female pushing mortar, pushing a wheelbarrow load of brick. Um, pulling brick mortar up on a scaffold with a rope, pulley, and it amazed me. And now, today, it's more females getting into the program because when they find out about Mr. P's class in the masonry. <laughs> Is that what they call you, Mr. P? Yes, everybody calls me Mr. P. Even the kids that take other classes here know me. <laughs> so, and the word spreads by the kids' mouths. Um, I go out and recruit or whatever, but mostly it comes from the other kids talking about the class. We have fun in Mr. P class. They also say, but we have fun, but Mr. P keeps us in line. Because I asked the kids at the beginning of the school year, if y'all would allow me, I would treat you as if you were my kids. Now, when they agree to that, that's when I have them. Because <laughs> when you step out of line at home, your parents get you straight, and I do the same thing here. I'm all about positivity. I try to encourage the kids. You know, I try not to say any negative things to my kids. And I think that's part of the reason why I get females in my class because, you know, they say that I'm a cool person. I teach them what they need. And I also allow them to hold me accountable for teaching them what they need to know about masonry. So they make the grade. I'm up front. I'm transparent with my kids. So if they out of line, they already know what I'm going to do. <laughs> you, you've had just the past couple of years, you've had at least one, if not two girls in every class yes. since you started, right? Yes, sir. This year, I have a female that's in my first year. She actually won the district. She'll go into the state competition. Awesome. Um, my young lady in my second year class, she has second place. Oh, wow. So, I mean, they are willing and able to go in and compete. And it's kind of push the guys because they see that the girls, you know, that's what I like about the girls being in the class. Pushing the guys. Yeah. Yes, they, they challenge the Make guys. Make them work harder. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Let's talk about some of the jobs that you actually, you know, had in, in the field as far as like field superintendent. I know you mentioned that you were yes. that. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Well, mostly I've done residential, you know, small homes, large homes, many mansions they call um, commercial wise churches hotels stuff like that now residential is a lot different from commercial it's a lot different from commercial because commercial it requires a lot of other different material than you do on housework being that a commercial building is a lot stronger bigger than a home but being a superintendent on a job is a lot of responsibility it's almost like being a principal at the school superintendent makes sure everyone under them is doing what they're supposed to do. Um, they call safety meetings. Um, they order material. It's a lot of responsibilities. Sounds like a lot of responsibility. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, when you go to residential, it's a little bit more simpler. You order your material. You know, you have your workers out there. You have a brick mason that you might have be the foreman or something. And you get to go and look at other jobs, you know, to keep them working. But um, it's a great experience on both sides of it, residential and commercial. And I have experience in both. When you were in the business, how was it 
then um, it was just it wasn't that many, long ago because you just became a teacher. Yes. When it came to the situation with fewer and fewer young people getting into the into the, all the trades, but I'm sure masonry being probably a primary one because of the type of work it is much more physical than some of the other ones. What types of issues were you dealing with in trying to get younger people into to start work with you? Okay, we all know that um, in today's world, the young folk are into fashion, sneakers, you know, nice clothes and stuff like that. That's one of the reasons why it's hard to get them in because of they get dirty, um, the hard work for one. But when you start talking to them about the monetary side of it, you know, that might interest them. I said, sometimes you have to get dirty to get what you need to get. And I think word of mouth for the other young kids are the reason I'm getting so many females in the class. Because some of them, like cosmetology students or something like that, I would have taken masonry, but, you know, it's too dirty and I don't want to break my nails and stuff like that. So. <laughs> yeah. And the hardest part about getting it is, you know, it's dirty and it's hard work. But there's a lot of satisfaction to it because you get, I know, you know, my, when my dad, when I was younger and him working in industrial contracting, you know, he could point and I can point at buildings that he was working on and built when I was a kid. Even today, they're still standing today. Masonry plays a really, really uh, big role in the community as a whole. And I don't think people really realize uh, how big a role it plays. You mentioned it's going all the way back to Greek and Roman times. Yes. You mentioned half the schools here. A lot of the schools, I'm not going to say half the schools, but a lot of the schools are actually built. Probably all with of brick, them. Probably, yeah. yeah, all of them, roughly. Yeah. Yes. Um, all of them are built with with, with brick. Um, or also, stone. Or brick or stone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so. Right. On the topic of the kids and getting that real world experience, um, you guys also participate in helping with building the houses. Um, we're currently working on what number house, Mike? I always forget what number exactly. 18 and 19. 18 and 19. 18 and 19. So uh, just speak a little bit about how important it is for the kids while they're in the class to be able to get that experience through the house building project, actually working on a real house. Okay, the number one thing before they can even get there, that's when we teach them OSHA 10. The safety part of it. No one can go to the house until they've completed the safety. Pass the test, you get your OSHA card. The house building project is allowing the kids to apply what they learned in the class lab to apply it when they go to the real house. Now, some of the kids, when I tell them, what you learn in the classroom, it will show when you go to the house. <laughs> what you do in practice is what you're going to do in the game, yeah. all right? <laughs> and I have a saying that I tell them. I said, look, I talk. I don't talk for nothing. I said, now, Mr. P, tell you all good stuff. But it seems as if no one want to listen to me, but it will show when you go to the house. And that's why, you know, I stay on them about um, your appearance or your work. Um, I have on the wall, as you can see around my wall, I have a, a poster on the wall. And these are the five things that I follow. These are for my students. This is how I grade their projects. And I said, all you see up there, it will apply when you go to the house building project. And most, most of the kids love it. But, you know, we all have a day that we don't want to do anything. Right. And yeah. then the kids That's don't want to go to the house. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we had an a all-day trip where we went out. We get ready to have another one. And the kids are excited because they have fun. Everything went smooth. Um, they worked with other contractors. Um, Mr. Baden himself and his crew came out, <laughs> and everybody enjoyed it. So we're ready to have another one soon. 
Hands-on experience is the best thing these kids can get before they get out of school. And that's one of the things I think that makes CTE classes, not just here in the A Center, very unique, right? Kids get to actually go out there and experience maybe something that they think they're interested in. That day they went out, how many how many uh, masonry contracts were out that day? I saw quite a few signs. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a lot. I think it was four. Okay. They actually had some of their brick masons on the wall mm-hmm. working with the students. That's awesome. And man. me and Mr. Phelps from Virginia Randolph, we was on one wall with some students and they was on the other wall so we we got a lot done that day that's why they want to do it again i know i'm sure that was a great experience for those kids yeah they they got to meet and actually talk to some of the people in the industry as well as you know yeah you know it's just just good experience as well as just getting good experience from learning how to build and and work on the actual house i know one of the companies that was out there was james river exterior yes sir (laughs) and we talked to mr ricky acres uh, yep uh uh, a few weeks ago about 20 minutes with him it's been about 20 minutes with Mm -hmm. uh, mr ricky acres and uh just talking about the industry and uh so uh, with that in mind, what do you think um, is important for the kids to learn while they're here to help them get ready to go out into the real world, whether it be masonry or one of the other skilled trades? Uh, we have what you call workplace readiness here that we give the kids so that um, prepares them for employability, um, their communication skills. Um, we prepare them for um, what you call interview etiquette. And we kind of tell them straight up what's going on out in the world. I tell them, if you come to school late, you make excuses on doing your work here, it's going to follow you when you leave here. I say, you might not, yes, you might not believe me. You you play how you practice. (laughs) That's how it goes. Exactly. And Mr. Akers, actually we have what you call signing day, letter of intent. And Mr. Akers and James River, um, they visit us over at Virginia Randolph when we had the um, district competition. And they talk to the kids. So three of my seniors, they are looking at to hire on signing day until the three-year masonry apprenticeship program. Nice. And they're looking at two of my juniors, um, the young lady that made it to the States. They're looking at them, and they're thinking about um, offering them employment during the summer. Oh, that's great. Yes, and they're excited about it. And it makes me feel good inside knowing that I'm here helping these young people, you know, to maybe better their lives. Well, you certainly, you certainly playing a big role in it. I mean, like, you know, we, Mac uh, Baton talks all the time uh, about having our students either leave here enrolled, enlisted, or employed. And you're certainly working towards that employed park, which is yes. very, very big. Yes. Uh, when we hear about masonry, a lot of people think, oh, it's just land brick. It's just, you know, <laughs> land mortar than yeah. putting brick down. Talk about the more technical side of masonry for me and let these people know it's more than just laying brick. Yes. <laughs> it wouldn't be a three-year apprenticeship right. program if it was it's easy. It's not that simple, guys. It's really not. Okay, because most of the kids that come to my class, they know nothing about masonry at all. And what we do here, you have to learn your tools. And they ask questions, and I'd be like, well, how can you build me something if you don't know what you're using? So we teach them the tools. It's a slow process. Teach them the tools first. Then we introduce them to mortar, the stuff that we use to go in between the brick. And we teach them how to apply the mortar to a brick. It's a technique to everything you do. Um, once they learn how to make a joint, then they lay a course, which is a straight line. What's of, a joint for the people who don't, who don't know out there? A joint, <laughs> a joint is um, in between the brick. When you see like a groove or something, that's the um, stuff that holds it together when it gets hard. <laughs> and they lay a course, 
which is a long straight line of brick or either block. That's called a course. Once they do that, I introduce them to the level. Then, um, like I said, the posters is on the wall, scale, level, plumb, range, in appearance. Once they learn how to use the level, you can build just about anything you want. Now, it seems easy, slow, and simple, but if you just walk up and pick up a trowel, that's one of the masonry tools. You don't know what it is and don't know what to do with it. You know, it's kind of complicated. So the process, and then I start signing uh, projects to do. Once we go through that long process, I get them a project, I get them a time limit. And the five items on the wall is how I grade. What are, what are examples of some of the projects that you guys work on in here? We do like a hollow pier, just a square box, you know, made out of masonry units. We have a masonry rule, which they use to measure the height. The masonry rules have several different numbers. It's used for seven different masonry units, like brick, block, whatever. And depends on what kind of unit you're using, you you should know what number to use. So it's a lot harder than people think it is. They just see the part about laying and doing stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> it makes it look a, a lot more simple uh, than it than it you know might actually be. Yeah, because I mean you know when you when you're setting, especially when a block, it's much larger. Yes. You yeah. know, and you can see when that's off kilter and it's not going. You know, the course isn't going straight, or it's you know this block is kind of. You know, quarter of it sticking out in the corner and it's not straight yes, with sir. us. You know, and, and once it's off at one spot, it's going to continue to get worse as it goes and, and down and the these line. Are, these, this is something that you really want to get right. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? If you're going to have something uh, be the foundation of, of your building, oh yeah, it's something that you want to get right the first time and you want to be precise on. And that's why I try to tell people about, especially when I go out and uh, talk about your class, uh, Mr. Person, that, you know, it's just, it's really more to it than just oh, yes. laying brick. Because when I do it, when I show the kids something, it's confusing looking in the book and, and they reading it and trying to do it themselves. So they'll watch me and I build it myself. So if they have any problems, they can look at what I've built, you know, and, and move on with that. So when, when we go out and you go out recruiting, go out with us where you're going out on your own and you're talking to students about getting into the program, I know you're ta- you're talking about you know what it is to to do and what do you think is the major when it comes to the students you talk to what is their major stumbling block on wanting to take that step to take your class? They see how dirty we get, <laughs> and man, is it is being dirty really that big of a deal? Hard, these days? hard work yes. is Most, dirty. Yes, yes, hard work and getting dirty because a lot of the kids, like I said, it's a fashion thing for them. They have on these expensive sneakers, clothes, but and they stuff. Got, they got to realize they get a job at Masonry. They're going to be able, able to afford more of those Jordans or you know more yeah. of those expensive things. <laughs> and you then, know, you're so only dirty. Home, so you're only dirty for a certain percentage of the day, guys. Right. And when like, you get home, you change out of the dirty yeah, stuff and put on nice the clean stuff, stuff and, and get your got, nice car. And oh, I tell good. them, I tell them that when they come here, that's why we have a locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell them at the beginning of school, everyone is getting a locker. You are to bring clothes that you don't mind getting dirty in, work boots or whatever you need. That way I won't hear any excuses. Mr. P, I don't have any clothes. I, I sign you a locker. And my kids get graded. My class is easy to pass. Come to class and do your work. It's just that simple. I think part of the reason is they've been here three class periods. That's kind of yeah. long. You're looking yeah. at two and a half to two and three quarter of hours. <laughs> and... Some of them say they get poured, but 
There's always something to do. It's just that you chose not to do things. All I right. can keep you busy if that's the case. Uh, everyone has a day where they don't want to do anything. I understand that. And I try to um, divide the classwork 20, 30 minutes a day versus, you know, in the shop doing hands-on stuff. I believe that more hands-on, you would get more done than in the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's part of the curriculum, so we have to go in the book. But, but hands-on, they love it. And I feel like that's the, the kids learn better hands-on, too. Oh, that's yeah. I, I think, well, that's the purpose of, a, yeah, of the yes, ACE centers. Yes. In general, is to get these guys some real-world hands-on experience. All right, guys, we're running up against the clock here. I oh, know no, no, That no, 20 no. minutes goes by so fast <laughs> got, when you're getting to talking, page. you're getting the conversation. <laughs> Mike, you're going to have to save it, uh, save it for our masonry episode, part two, oh, which okay. is going to happen sometime in the future. Oh, we haven't right. had a date for it yet. But you but, know, <laughs> fellas, if, it, if we do another masonry one, it might be good to get – one of my top students. You know what? We, Absolutely. And, and you know that what? would be great. That's what, you know, that's kind of what I had in mind, but I know they were getting ready for that. Uh, Testing. That test. What was yes. that test that they were taking? The NCCER test. All right. And what does that do for, for them real quick? It's um, it's out. an industry credential um, that will allow an employer to see um, the different certifications that these kids get and the training that they get. And the first module in the book is safety. <laughs> safety so, first, really. Yeah, safety first. Because I told them about my shop. It's all about safety. I say, I'm going to look out for you, even if you don't look out for yourself. Right. Period. So, so this test is basically going to show in a pers- prospective employer that they are safe to go out on the job. Yes, as well as being observant of other things. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if you have an employee that's wrong or doing something unsafe, you have a right to say something. Uh, real quick, uh, what are uh, some of the, the certifications you can get through through this class? Um, the NCCR itself for safety, and then you get one for completing all the modules. You can get um, the OSHA 10. That's when we teach the kids how to build scaffolds, all that kind of stuff. Everything is about safety and the workplace readiness. So it's four different certifications that you can get in the masonry program, and that will go a long way on your resume. Right, getting these kids oh, out absolutely. of here, and getting these kids out of here, enrolled, enlisted, or employed, yeah. and hashtag life ready. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what that's I like right. to hear, and that's what I like to see. All right, well, well, thank you, Mr. Arnett Person, for coming out. Thank and you. Speaking with, with us, I said coming out. We're here <laughs> for us coming to you. I do this all the time, Mike. <laughs> Had to correct you. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Person. For allowing us inside of your classroom. He has all kinds of brick laying out here for, <laughs> you know, when the kids were actually doing stuff and being active. Um, but thank you so much for uh, having us here today. Um, and thank you guys out there in the listening audience for listening, however you're listening. Thank um, you to our one. We actually have somebody from Italy. Italy. International. <laughs> International. beautiful. Okay. Thank and, y'all guys for having me. Yeah, of oh, course, man. You're welcome. We, of course. And uh, thank you for uh, all that you do. And uh, I want to... Uh, uh, point out to our listening audience uh, where they can follow us and keep uh, up to date on what's going on in Henrico CTE. Always the website first, HenricoCTE.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Henrico CTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Uh, anchor.com, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, so everywhere, basically. Yep. <laughs> you can find it anywhere. Yep. Okay. So no excuse for missing the episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us uh, today on this edition of Henrico CTE. Now for Mike Roberts, for Arnett Person, I'm Rashawn Garnett. So long, everyone. <laughs>